right. I am here with Amy Wardwell at CVU. Say hi, Amy. Hi. <laughs> um, Amy and I taught together for whoosh, 10 years? At least 10 years. At least 10 years. Um, me as an English teacher, Amy as a social studies teacher. We taught humanities, 10th mm -hmm. grade. Yep. And Holocaust and human behavior, um, which I think are both, I think when people talk about integrated curriculum, yep. They're very typical in that way, but my goal right now is to pick Amy's brains a little bit about her experience, um, and also since you are doing work with these forward-thinking committees and groups at mm -hmm. CVU, um, where you're looking down the road. Um, so I'm gonna start broadly with the concept of integration. I'm just gonna mm -hmm. read my question. Sure. So the concept of integration includes a wide range of strategies, from simply making connections between solid content areas like math equations or math questions that refer to the Civil War, to fully fused courses like 10th grade humanities, to multidisciplinary, like a theme-based cultural studies or gender studies, or what was the, the course you said that CVU is looking at? Equity, um, equity studies, right? Uh, yeah, like a, like a yes, it'll be an equ some kind of equity studies. Okay, so a theme-based course. course. Yeah. Um, to student like independent projects which are transdisciplinary. Mm -hmm. um, so my question for you right now is about CVU overall as a whole. Where do you see integrated curriculum used most effectively right mm -hmm. now and where do you think it's going? Oh, good question. Um, ever since I've been here, 22 years, like that was always the MO of the core program and as ninth graders, you know, CVU established the core program really early. The core is studying a theme and then with the five teachers, the social studies, English, wellness, science teacher, or four teachers, I guess, that they're exploring that theme through the different disciplines and th different lenses. So I think that's one place that it's happening really well at CV, um, discussing um, like sustainable systems. And so they're, the things that they're reading, the, they're looking at sustainable agriculture in science class, they go and work in the, at the Vermont Conserva Youth Conservation Corps, they go and study river systems and water quality, and so they're doing all these different pieces that are related to sustainability and sustainable systems. But there is so much talk for a couple of years of creating these, they call them, they're calling them hubs, uh, where kids can have that interdisciplinary experience after ninth grade, and so the sustainability hub that like Dave Trevithick is running in the science program, where kids are coming in and they're doing a, you know, science project, but it's, um, it's on sustainable agriculture, it's on um, water quality, you know, pollution, uh, and they're getting to self-design projects and then think about it in terms of making the project come to fruition, they have to do all kinds of different types of, of learning. Like if, they're, if they wanna build a greenhouse, you know, they've gotta learn the math for designing and building the greenhouse, they've gotta learn the, um, woodworking skills or the engineering skills to build the greenhouse. They've got to then do the scientific study of well, what kind of soil am I going to put in the greenhouse and what kind of plants are going to go in the greenhouse. They've got to do the communication by writing to the administration, like this is our plan and are we allowed to do it? They might have to go and speak to the custodians about how are, you know, can we do this and what is this going to look like in the physical plant? So um, the sustainability hub is the first hub that's gotten off the ground. I know they were looking at trying to create an art hub and a business hub and like again teaching these interrelated skills
So it's great that that's all happening in the core in the ninth grade program right now, but where is it going next? But I think it's like the tension of, of trying to move our system away from seat time and, and Carnegie units and graduation credits and saying like, well, you need four Englishes to graduate, like, and moving to, grad, to standards and saying, well, you need to have achieved these skills or you need to have mastered these standards in order to graduate, which you could showcase in a whole bunch of different right. disciplines or a whole bunch of different ways. There's talk in one committee about like the mastery transcript and, and adopting a different kind of transcript that we would then send out to colleges where the transcript wouldn't necessarily list like, well, you took this class, this class, and this class, but you, you mastered this learning standard or this learning target and you did it six times in each of these different experiences. And so there it's, it's still very much a work in progress mm -hmm. and there's still a whole lot of debate and discussion happening. So it's not something that's gonna happen, I think anytime really soon, but the vision is moving towards a much more interdisciplinary and personalized um, experience for students. So I think getting things like the Nexus program off the ground um, where students can design their own multidisciplinary project um, has been a big sort of step or an option in that direction. What do you think CV needs to do in terms of making sure the playing field is more equitable so that if we do move towards more personalized yep. learning and more flexible pathways for students that it, it is truly um, equitable, not simply easy for the teachers. Right. I think we have to think about equity in terms of access to the class. Like we need to make, we need to create experiences where it's not going to be, well, only the kids that have um, the wherewithal or the parental involvement or the finances like to pay for the extra things that might have to happen with the class are able to take it. Um, I know I listened to a proposal in Curriculum Clearinghouse about a program that a couple of teachers are developing, which is sort of like an, uh, it's a, totally an interdisciplinary environmental sort of studies class where they would be outside, they would be reading, writing, and, and participating in like learning environmental science. And one of the big questions that people asked was, okay, so like this is off campus, well, how does a kid get there if they can't drive themselves? Will there be bus transportation? You know, we have to make sure that we have those logistical systems available. Um, you know, if there are fees for um, participating in field trips or things like that, like how are we gonna cover costs of those fees? Um, somebody thought up the idea of like even like clothing. Okay, so mm -hmm. if you're in an outdoor classroom right. in Vermont in December, how do you make sure that every kid has a winter coat and a pair of boots? You yeah. know, if they don't have access to those things, that's a that prevents them from accessing the class. And so I think we have to not only think about how to make the, the content itself equitable, but the delivery mechanisms for the content have to be available and accessible um, to all kids. <laughs> Like now, I think the other interesting thing being in the Nexus program where I'm working with kids, like I'm technically the social studies teacher, but I'm very rarely working on social studies with kids. I'm working on these like life skills projects or I'm like today I sat with a kid and talked with him about rebuilding a Honda motorcycle, hmm. which I know nothing about. <laughs> but what I can talk with him about is like, okay, you can teach me the engineering and the mechanical content and I can talk to you about, well, okay, so when you run into this problem with why does the carburetor not work and how do I take the carburetor apart, 
okay, how do we find resources? Like, where do we go to find information about that? Or how do I communicate to you what I understand or what I now can do with rebuilding a carburetor? Like, I can, I can help them with those transferable skill right. pieces. So analysis and problem solving yeah. and research. So, but yep. then isn't that, so then that was one, kind of one of my last questions. When I think about, you know, interdisciplinary teaching and learning, what does it do to educators going down the road in terms of our content areas or skills or, mm-hmm. um, and I'm wondering, are, do you think teachers will be or should become less specialized or, and have wider skill bases or yeah. is certification potentially gonna change or, or is there value in having to teachers with specific backgrounds and areas of expertise um, but doing more to overlap or change the way yeah. that those areas are used in a school? Yeah. Um, I think it's once again this scenario where, okay, if you're going to go into education, you've got to just, you've got to have some specialized content knowledge. And if, if you're really passionate about, like, I love biology and I want to teach AP biology, but I think more and more you've got to be um, worldly and a mm-hmm. jack of all trades and have, like, you have more, almost more than being able to teach kids content, you've got to be able to model how to be a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. like. Okay, I know nothing about motorcycle carburetors, but how would I teach myself how to learn what a carburetor does or take one apart or at least find somebody who can help me? But at the same time, I think you've gotta, you've gotta have a healthy, varied reading list outside of school, things that you watch, experiences that you have because you know, you've got 20 kids in your class and they're all going in 20 different directions and they're all interested in 20 different things. Mm-hmm. And in order to build, I think the, in order to build relationships with the kids in your class, which is what gets them to learn anything anyway, you've got to be able to connect with kids on wherever they are at. But I think, for us as a school, we seem to have committed the resources and the the energy, and the values to creating um, experiences where kids can dive deeply into a subject or a set of subjects um, and think about how to create a project that will bring together knowledge from all different areas. We seem to have committed the faculty, the FTEs and the resources to expanding those kind of programs. I mean, just the fact that we've, you know, we're doing RISE, we're, we're changing our grad challenge program so that it, it will be less of a specific project potentially and more options of how kids can access that. Um, continuing to work on the hubs, moving away from the traditional credit system. Like I feel like we have all these big ideas and we've sort of embraced multi, multidisciplinary kinds of learning in theory. Mm-hmm. Our, our biggest like hurdle now is how do we actually create the system yeah. to make that happen.